everyone, and welcome back to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of story adventures. And now we have a very special birthday shout out to give to Harrison. Harrison loves to read books with his mama. He loves to play, go camping, ride bikes, play with his dogs Lincoln and Gunther, and absolutely loves to be outside playing on his tire swing. Oh, that sounds so much fun. He listens to short stories for kids every time he's in the car. Will Harrison have an amazing birthday from all of us here at Short Stories for Kids? And now it's time for today's story request. Hi, Lucy. My name is Rory, and I just became a premium member. I'm a big fan of the show and asked to become a premium member for my birthday, which was on January the 7th. For my story request, I'd like a story about penguins that accidentally get lost in the city, and I have to help rescue them back to their ice home. Uh, yes, said Rory. Had the penguins escaped? Did they even have penguins at this aquarium? He was quite sure they didn't. Um, we were wondering, said the first penguin, how do we go about choosing which fish we want to eat? Eat? repeated Rory. You want to eat them? Well, uh, of course, said the second penguin. That's why they're on display like this, isn't it? Oh, no, said Rory. This isn't a restaurant. It's an aquarium. You come here to watch the fish, not eat them. Told you, grumbled the third penguin. Everything about this city is topsy-turvy. Oh, it makes my head hurt and my stomach grumble. Oh, that is bad news, said the first penguin. You see, we're terribly lost and ever so hungry. Well, I've got some sandwiches said Rory helpfully. He peeled back the corner of the bread to see what the filling was. They're tuna. That's fish. Oh, tuna, said the second penguin excitedly as he hopped up onto the bench beside Rory. We've never had tuna before. They're too big for us penguins to catch. So Rory shared out his sandwiches. Mm, That was delightful, said the first penguin. I'm Ernest, by the way, and this is Emily and Pierce. Hello, chimed in Emily tunefully. Pierce, though, remained looking grumpy, despite having eaten his sandwich quickly. Rory introduced himself and then said, Did you say that you were lost? Oh, afraid so, said Ernest. There we were, minding our own business down in Antarctica, when the ice we were standing on cracked and separated us from our friends. Away we floated, out to sea. We were stuck on top of a floating iceberg for weeks, and every day the sun shone, the iceberg got a little smaller. By the time we saw your city, there was barely enough room for us all to fit, said Emily with a giggle. But you're penguins, pointed out Rory. You can swim. Why didn't you just jump off straight away and swim back to your friends? The three penguins looked at one another in amazement. Hmm, never thought of that, admitted Ernest. Oh, how foolish of us. Typical, grumbled Pierce. But how do we get back? asked Ernest. Can you help us? 
You could fly, suggested Rory. Let me just stop you there, said Ernest, holding up a flipper. You may not know this, but penguins can't fly. I mean, on an aeroplane, said Rory patiently. You buy a ticket and sit on a seat, and the aeroplane takes you to where you want to go. Ooh, fancy, said Emily. Let's do that. But we haven't got any money, grumbled Pierce. We're penguins. Could you give us some money, Rory? asked Ernest hopefully. Sorry, Rory replied. I don't think I've got enough money for one ticket, let alone three. How sun shone, the iceberg got a little smaller. By the time we saw your city, there was barely enough room for us all to fit, said Emily with a giggle. But you're penguins, pointed out Rory. You can swim. Why didn't you just jump off straight away and swim back to your friends? The three penguins looked at one another in amazement. Hmm, never thought of that, admitted Ernest. <sighs> How foolish of us. Typical, grumbled Pierce. But how do we get back? asked Ernest. Can you help us? You could fly, suggested Rory. Let me just stop you there, said Ernest, holding up a flipper. You may not know this, but penguins can't fly. I mean, on an aeroplane, said Rory patiently. You buy a ticket and sit on a seat, and the aeroplane takes you to where you want to go. Ooh, fancy, said Emily. Let's do that. But we haven't got any money, grumbled Pierce. We're penguins. Could you give us some money, Rory? asked Ernest hopefully. Sorry, Rory replied. I don't think I've got enough money for one ticket, let alone three. How about a boat? said Emily suddenly. Could a boat take us there? We saw lots of boats when we were on the iceberg. Rory shrugged his shoulders. I still think you need to buy a ticket, he explained. The three emperor penguins were looking very down, clearly thinking that they would never get home. I'll tell you what, said Rory, trying to cheer them up. Why don't you come home with me? I'm sure we'll think of something. Oh, that's very kind of you, smiled Ernest. We were very lucky to bump into you. Lead the way. Out on the busy city streets, Rory found he had to take it easy to ensure the three penguins could keep up with his longer legs. Weirdly, nobody seemed to take much notice of them. They'd not gone too far when Rory came to a sudden stop, causing Ernest, Emily, and Pierce to bump into the back of him. Walking towards them was an extraordinary sight, a polar bear in a hat and carrying a briefcase. Good afternoon, said the polar bear as he walked past, lifting his hat in greeting. Rory stared around him. Nobody on the street seemed to have noticed the polar bear. Um, excuse me, he said suddenly, running after the bear. Could you help my penguin friends? The polar bear turned to face them. Oh, I I'm terribly sorry, he said. It's a common mistake to think that polar bears live in the same place as penguins. But I'm afraid I come from the Arctic, so so the Arctic Embassy can't help you. What's an Arctic Embassy? asked Ernest. Well, it's a place where anyone from the Arctic can go for help, explained the polar bear. 
You'll be needing the Antarctic Embassy, a completely different thing. Is it nearby? asked Rory. Oh, oh yes, said the polar bear. It's in there. And he pointed at the aquarium. Ah,、oh, typical, said Pierce. We've just come from there. So back in they went, following the polar bear. They took the stairs down the basement, where the polar bear pointed down a corridor to his left. The Arctic Embassy is down there, he said before lifting his briefcase to indicate the opposite direction. The Antarctic Embassy is that away. Oh, thank you so much," said Rory gratefully. "He was nice," said Emily as they said goodbye. "Oh, look, there it is!" Sure enough, there was a door at the end with the words "Antarctic Embassy" neatly painted on it in gold paint. Rory knocked and tried the handle, opening the door to reveal one of the smallest rooms he had ever seen. It was so tiny that there wasn't a room for a normal desk, so somebody had to saw one in half and jam it in the best they could. There wasn't even room enough for a chair as well, so the member of staff, a rockhopper penguin, was having to sit on the desk's top where she was busy typing with her flipper tips into a laptop. Can I help you? She asked without looking up. Um. Yes, please," said Rory. "My friends accidentally got on an iceberg, and now they're lost, and they want to go home. Can you help them?" The rockhopper penguin looked up and saw the three emperor penguins clustered outside the door. "Ah," she said. "I see. We're seeing a lot of this lately. It's climate change, you see. Last week, I had to help an elephant seal get home, and..." Well, I tell you that wasn't easy. Have you seen the size of them? So, can you help us? Asked Ernest with just a hint of desperation in his voice. Of course I can, said the Rockhopper. That's what I'm here for. I'll just take some details, and we'll have you on your way in no time. On an aeroplane? Asked Emily hopefully. Well, I don't see why not, said the Rockhopper. For most of the way, at least. Now let's start with your names. The Antarctic Embassy, or more to the point, the Rockhopper Penguin, soon had everything sorted, and by the end of the afternoon, they were on board a flight due to fly to the closest airport to the Antarctic, and somehow that included Rory. I don't think I'm supposed to be coming with you," he said. "I don't live there. Well, she must have thought you were a penguin too." Said Emily, "He doesn't look like a penguin," grumbled Pierce. "Just come along for the ride," suggested Ernest. "It would be nice to show you where we live." Rory shrugged his shoulders. "I suppose so," he said as the plane raced down the runway for takeoff. The journey was longer than they'd expected, as they had to take a boat for the final part of the trip. But they'd made it. The emperor penguins had really enjoyed the chance to fly, but their biggest smiles were reserved for when their feet were finally on the snow and ice once again. Oh, it's good to be home," said Ernest, throwing his flippers out wide. "Ooh, look! I can see everyone!" "Cooey!" screeched Emily, waving to their friends. "What's that they're doing?" 
asked Rory from within his big warm coat and hat that the embassy had provided. I slide, cheered Pierce, who for once wasn't looking grumpy. Come on, I'll show you. It was a long, smooth strip of ice that the penguins were taking turns to dive onto and glide on their bellies, all to the great amusement of their onlooking friends. Pierce went first, shooting off down the strip with a tremendously loud, Woohoo! The ice slide seemed to go on forever. Would you like a go? Emily politely asked Rory. Oh, yeah, he replied. He took a few steps back, sprinted forward, and jumped onto the ice, sliding at speed along the strip. Look at him go, yelled Ernest from somewhere behind him. That boy's got the skills. Rory found himself grinning from ear to ear as the cold air rushed by his face. This was incredible fun. At some point, though, he knew he was going to have to go home. But surely that could wait a little longer. For now, he was happy to hang out with his new friends and slide. He could worry about going home tomorrow. Little did Rory realize that at this time of year... In Antarctica, the sun wasn't going to set for another two months. Tomorrow was a long, long way away. The end.